If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast What's happening? It's Podcast Unlocked. Episode, guys, 199. On the precipice of greatness. We've been waiting for so long. This what are we going to do for, for 200? Good to happen. Well, 200 is not going to happen. <laughs> We're going to actually take a week off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 200 is not going to happen right away. Uh-huh. We've got the IGN house party, gentlemen. Yeah, What's June twenty seventh, Saturday, June twenty seventh. We only have like twenty tickets left. Really? Yeah, seriously. seriously. See, I was, yeah, that I was, was the setting it up this morning. Yeah, you promo. set it up. We really saw so many yesterday then because I know we had a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, we, we I think it was my tweet. Um, if you are still hearing this, <laughs> go to go.ign.com/houseparty, and if tickets are still available. Uh, come join us on the yeah. 27th. Come We're hang all going to be there. There's going to be Unlock 200, Beyond 400. Meet all the IGN editors, get some shirts, get some swags, everyone, some prizes. Everyone wants your, to your sweater. Yeah, your $25 ticket does get you a shirt, by the way. It gets you a shirt, gets you food. Ching. Gets, yeah, ka-ching. Get you a cast register. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, all right. I'm coming then. Swag. Nice. That's my swag sound. Is there I'd be money? Dope in? not to go. It's my swag sound. I just say ka ching yeah. all the time. Yeah, so here's the schedule. I, don't have I just horns. want to go over it real quick before we get into there. We have a, a lot to cover yeah, this, this is week. This is a busy week. This is probably going to be a long show, which you already know that because you can look at your file before you even open it and say, oh, this podcast what? is. Last 30 minutes <laughs> is dead air, though. That's no. fine. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, this is episode 199, which we're stoked for. It's our last one here in the IGN office for the month Ever. of June. No, a, yeah, so it is our last back. one we're be back here. For three here. Weeks. Yeah. So next week we'll be at E3, and the plan there is there will not be an audio show. The reason for that, I know we had one last year, is our uh, there just isn't physical space in our setup. Every we're, Everything's so booked up with our live show and with this, that, and it, uh, I already have our slot filled with a very special episode of Podcast Unlocked, which I actually don't want to reveal because I actually legitimately don't want our competitors to steal the idea. Thieves. Yeah. It's our E3 special episode. It is our E3 special episode, mm-hmm. even though, Destin, 
It will not actually air until the week after. Oh. We're, we're going to come back and edit it and polish it all up nice. Mm-hmm. And then that will be released in uh, usual video and audio. Okay. But it is going to be... I know I've said this before, and I don't want to hype it up too much, but for me, this is seriously like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing I'm yeah. planning for that we're planning for the show. Yeah, assuming nothing goes awry, this is going to be incredible. <laughs> As of today, everything is on track to happen. It's hurting a lot of cats. <laughs> A lot of hurting. I thought you said hurting. Yeah. No, no. Why are you hurting I've the been, I've been sacrificing a lot of household pets in order for the old gods to appease us. Oh, great gods, yeah. please bestow upon me a great show yeah. at E3 for Podcast Unlocked. So, yeah, uh, what we'll have next week at E3, I mean, you'll you'll get plenty of us, just not on iTunes. Yeah. We'll be on the site. You'll There'll be a lot of sort of Podcast Unlocked mini video breakout things, but there won't be a proper Unlocked show Released next week. I'm we're doing something at E3, which, like I said, is going to air. That'll be the episode special edition, not numbered. And then, so that'll air on Wednesday, the 27th, usual Wednesday, just the so two weeks from now. Wait, that's not the 27th. Mm-hmm. Saturday, 24th. sorry, 24th. Fourth, my 24th. bad. Yes, I'm bad. Our with events dates. the 27th. And then on the 27th, of yeah. course, will be the house party, which uh, will release the audio of it. Uh, Fun fact, not in an actual house. I don't know, because I have something else, another very cool interview that I've Get to ru- that oh. that's going to be on this show. You know what it is. You're just not I, thinking I literally of it right d- now. Yeah, I'm literally not thinking of it right now. You know what it is, I do. You all know what it is. Do you have so many irons yeah. in the fire that I don't know I, what you're talking <laughs> about? Yeah. But it's something that I have that I get to run on Unlocked, but I don't want to sit on oh, for too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. Now I got it. Now yeah. I, got still, it. I still don't get it. It's happening right, to be free. We'll tell you when you're older. catch you up later. Thanks. Anyway. You got your phone? The audience is quickly losing interest. Short version is... No iTunes audio show next week at E3. We'll have a bunch of video stuff on IGN in, in addition to that are you know that's unlock themed. And then when we get back, we'll air on video and iTunes on and audio the the super special thing that I'm now overhyping. Uh, and then we have the house party on Saturday the 27th. Yeah. So it's a busy time coming up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> That haircut from Mitch must have took some brain cells yeah, with it. Yeah, I guess so. Looks, now you look sharp. Now I remember. Anyway. Mitch, you got a haircut. Thank you. I did. I noticed. Theater I of the mind. I'm a good Theater friend. Of the mind. Imagine my hair, but shorter. <laughs> I will say, though, I will not make this all tease and no, no payoff. All tease and no please. IGN.com. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, my goodness. I love you so much. <laughs> So at E3, you know, every year we do a uh, a pre-show and a post-show. We treat E3 like the Super Bowl. Yeah, every it conference. Is. Every conference. So st- And Sorry. the Microsoft one is the first one on Monday. So we got Bethesda on we Sunday. seven of them. <laughs> I know. So for the Xbox press conference, every year it's it's our hosts, which this year is uh, Damon Hatfield and Max Scoville. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be me as sort of the in-house editorial Xbox expert. Who's the fourth? The fourth will be a very special guest I have invited, and he has graciously accepted. Uh, I like to bring in, you know how in the Super Bowl, they'll bring in, like, you know, if Peyton Manning's not playing in the Super Bowl, they'll mm-hmm. invite him in, and he'll give, you know, as a as a boots-on-the-ground, you know, legendary guy, he'll say, mm-hmm. well, here's what Tom Brady's probably thinking right now. Yeah. Well, so I wanted to do that, and a couple years ago, we had Peter Molyneux, and yeah. he was fantastic. This year, we have joining us 
the co-creator of the original Xbox, Seamus Blackland. That's which awesome. He is a guy who uh, he stayed pretty quiet in recent years, and he's had a, actually a fascinating career uh, outside of Xbox as well. So he he has no. Uh, it, He'll just be giving his honest opinions on things. He doesn't work for Microsoft. He hasn't worked for Microsoft in a long time, but he obviously has very deep-rooted uh, ties to the system. Mm-hmm. Very stoked to have him fact, joining us. A whole lot smarter than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> True. Physi- physics, yep. physics degree. Yeah. yeah. A whole lot smarter. A guy, a guy knows what's up. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Enough that's rambling good. for me. You guys got anything to say before we kick off? Not got we'll a rambling, too. You got a haircut. Shut up about your Sorry. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Aww. Go watch my top ten follow-up moments. I so that's the end, the, end. the end of the show, Destin. Destin. What is happening? Christ. All right, let's get into this. Yeah, really like let's do, let's do some it. news. All right, we'll be right back with so much pre-E3 Xbox news right after this. IGN's number one Xbox podcast. The podcast on not presents the news online. I'm going to throw it back. All right, Destin, <laughs> on the air. Yeah, Zip what's up? Zip it, Destin. It's, it's, it's serious time, Destin. All right. Sun to do this. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Called It Week on Podcast Unlocked, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some big news leaking and or being officially announced. Mitch, let's start off with some release dates for Microsoft's big first-party titles. We already knew Halo 5, October 27th. What did we predict, Mitch? Oh gosh! So many, so many shows ago. Dude, let's see if I can remember this without Forza, actually looking so at the we got, sheet. We had we said Forza September. Yes. Tomb Raider November. Right, because Halo turned into October. October. Yeah. So now were we right? According to Amazon France, Ryan. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, the listings have changed, but it, it did list some tentative dates, at least the European dates, uh, for Forza Six as September fifteenth and November tenth for Tomb Raider. I Americanified those. Oh, great! So that's, those, that those, would be the default yeah. Tuesday, assuming that they said the Friday. Okay, yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. So November tenth for Tomb Raider, September fifteenth for Forza, October twenty third for Halo, twenty seventh. Damn it! So close, Damn Mitch. It. <laughs> Mitch just quits. Uh, yeah, I could I could imagine both of those being yeah. I mean that's that seems about right. And they changed them quickly to like end of the month placeholders. Yeah, it's like, uh, December thirty first, twenty fifteen. I I would I'm pretty reasonably confident that these are correct dates that will get confirmed next week. I was about to say, do you think okay. both of these dates will be confirmed during the Microsoft yes, conference? Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Poor Especially him. they're so soon. I mean, Forza. They Microsoft hasn't said a an official word about Forza since they announced it at the North American International Auto Show back in January. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is the first time they're showing the game at E3, and I'm sure if it's with it coming out probably in September, they'll they'll give a date for mm. it. If we're going off of leak dates, we kind of call it Fallout 4 also. Well, well uh, TBD. Yeah, but that, yeah. I mean, that hasn't... that hasn't. We'll, we'll wait for that call that on one. the next show. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you think that Fallout, like, you know, being this big open-world game... Does that potentially compromise Tomb Raider's position? Like it's no. a, they're totally very different, but yeah. they are both like these open-ended exploration they're, games. I, that's I think where Tomb Raider's more linear. Is I think yeah, they're yeah. it's an action adventure, sure, third-person combat-based puzzle-solving. Tomb Raider doesn't game. have a dog. What if it that did? we know of? What if Lara is on that? cold Arctic island and adopts a husky and it would be oh, the most adorable thing awesome. of the year. I'd be totally down oh for that. God. No, you no. wouldn't. You hate Metal dogs. Gear. Metal Gear has a I dog. I do kind of hate dogs. Metal Gear wins still. It's got diamond dogs. Yeah. As an actual puppy, you raise a puppy <laughs> in Metal Gear. I'm down for that. That would be <laughs> top, top 10 dog video games of 2015. <laughs> Here's the level where you house train it. No, go on the newspaper. <laughs> the newspaper. Oh, man. 
but in addition to that leak, there's more Forza leakage from our favorite new leaky website, <laughs> Xbox.com. Yep, the the official Xbox love it, website. Love it, love it. We got the tip off on the mat on the ODST. Yep. <laughs> Date from there. Mm-hmm. The Need for Speed date was we popped got the up need on there. Thanks, there. Xbox.com. And now on for all X- your latest video game news, please <laughs> keep it locked to Xbox.com. Yeah. They're gonna put us out of a job. <laughs> yeah. Xbox's official Japan site put up a bunch of screens and some hype, you know, some sort of bullet point back of the box kind of details for Forza Six, and it's basically everything that you would hope and want it yeah. to be. When they showed Forza 5, you asked all these questions. I'm like, yo, where's this? Where's this? Where's this? It's like, ah, not yet. It was a launch. It was a day one launch sure. game. Willing to, it was, And it was a fantastic game. But this now, Forza 6 doing what I thought it was going to do, which is flesh out what they laid down as a foundation for 5. 450 cars, nighttime racing, weather, which were, you know, what we saw as soon as it was added to Horizon 2. You're which, like, this is going to be like, this is Because they yeah. share this, they share uh, a code engine. Uh, engine. Yeah. yeah, code base. Yeah, pretty much everything you're looking for, and that gets a big Marv Albert, yes, from me. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> and the foul. What's a Marv Albert? Is he a baseball man? Mitch, basketball was invented by a Canadian. You yeah. have no excuse. You come from the great Naismith line. <laughs> <laughs> Naismith of the Maple Leaf clan. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. yeah. Maple Canada. Leaf, both a Canadian flag icon, but yeah. also a hockey team. So yeah. sports. <laughs> yeah. Not basketball, but <laughs> the great, the great Toronto Raptor, <laughs> the great Vancouver, uh, now Memphis Grizzly line, the Grizzle, yeah. So uh, that's good. Those are good things. I'm very stoked to see Forza Six running at E3. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we might have talked about this on the show before, but. Forza 6 is a game that I feel a little... The Forza series, I feel a little bad for because it's almost a victim of its own success at this point in that it's like, you know there's going to be one every year alternating between Horizon and Motorsport. Yeah. And it's, it's... been fantastic every year, consistently. No, Nobody's missing the beat. And it's just like, it's hard to get excited for. It's just one of those things where you know it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like okay, can I just buy it now? Mm-hmm. There's it's it's tough to it's there's not a lot of things they can say that will just make you go oh yeah they're not really gonna attract a lot of new people either like Forza Six like the new like weather effects and nighttime racing and a lot of cars like if you're a Forza fan you're like all right if you've never cared about Forza this well, isn't features that are gonna be like oh man now I'm in other I, I agree with you mostly except that the new people they're gonna get are just the so many new people that have bought the console sure. yeah. since since yep. even Horizon 2 last yeah. last mm-hmm. fall the year before <clears throat> and then of course since Motorsport 5 yeah you know those people there are plenty of people that didn't buy 5 because they didn't have the system yet they didn't buy it on day 1 so there are, there are plenty of car fans out yeah. there to sell to that just buy a console this year bought one last year do you think they I mean, can sustain with the sort of just the two pillars no uh, do I, you think they need a third something yes yeah and I think, and I don't mean no, they can't sustain that oh, in, sure. a, in a negative way. I just, mean just as far it would as be nice to have better variety, more like the, the the regularity of Forza is not quite exhausting because there is that variety between like Horizon yeah. offering something different than Forza Six. Right. But it'd be nice to have something else in the mix to give 
enough time to really want Forza 7. Mm-hmm. I agree. And and when we revealed Forza Horizon 2 as our very first IGN first a year ago, in fact, yep. well, I did an interview <clears> with <throat> Dan Greenewalt, the you know franchise director at Turn 10, and, and I asked him about that, and he actually said there's a quote on IGN that says they, they leave the door open for the possibility of a third mm-hmm. Forza series. What would that hmm. be? Would it be like an arcade game? Would I, it be you know, something a little sillier? Two, yeah, maybe arcade well, like I mean, using that Horizon is to make somewhat crazy. Like Forza yeah. Burnout, something like that Man, with crash I would, mode. So great. Like that yeah. technology. Yeah, I would love that. EA doesn't seem uh, interested in making it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I would love that. I think the more realistic scenario is either go full out like mo- um, uh, rally sport style. Okay. Off or uh, sort of the, the street racing full nighttime underground, like Need for Speed Underground sure. kind of thing. Yeah. Like the Fast and Furious sure, sure. thing. I was Although, just going to yeah, say, they, like, they, they maybe, literally did that. that. I was going to say, was with good. that in mind, like the Fast and Furious expansion would be so great if they were just like, what if we just did a Fast and Furious heist game? Yeah, yeah. Could happen. So oh, good. Man, I would totally be Oh, like you steal from the trucks? Yeah. yeah. You got to like go underneath in between the tires? That'd yeah. be really fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, would, right. I would love it. The question is, they'd have to, I think the two things that stand in the way of that are, uh, do you want motorsport to only come out every three years? Right. Or does Microsoft want that series to come out every two years? I'm sure they love having it come out every two years. Also, who would you get to develop it? I mean, they Playground was formed. They're, I don't think they're technically a first-party studio. I think they're more second-party. Mm-hmm. Like, they sort of have an exclusive arrangement, kind of like Retro with Nintendo. But th- they were sort of assembled as this collection of incredible racing talent from... Because Codemasters is, yeah. has sort of lost a lot of people over the years, a lot of old... Old Codemasters people, there's probably some uh, uh, Criterion guys yeah. in there. There's you know some former uh, Bizarre mm-hmm. people there mm-hmm. that worked on PGR. So who you, who would you get? Do you sign? Do you get – I mean, you, you, you don't get slightly mad studios, the Project Cars guys, to make yeah. a, an underground racing or, a, or yeah. a rally sport game. Who do you get to do it? I still think the Dirt games are really great. They are. Uh, yeah, totally. There's a new one. I think it's like on early access on Steam or something right now. Looks pretty good. I mean, that team yeah. is proved to be very competent consistently. And then the other concern I would have that I think would stand in the way is: Does Microsoft want to invest that much money in the Forza brand sure. of, yeah. of funding three teams? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's a fifty percent cost increase yeah. over what they're spending now. Yeah, yeah. Would it make that much of a difference? Yeah. What if they did a Forza game that just challenged you to like partake in famous movie scenes, like the car chase and bullet? Or oh or the or the one that with Nick awesome. Cage, that would really Nick cool. Cage, where you gotta like dodge all the cops, like get away from yeah. him. Gone in sixty jump, seconds. Gone in sixty seconds. Man, jump over the thing. Now you just make me think. Like, do you guys remember? I think it might have even been like a Rockstar game. Do you Ronin, Stuntman, Stuntman? Ronin. Yeah, that was amazing. Stuntman yeah. was really cool in concept, but just kind of a pain in the ass to play. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that game. It would be awesome to just do and stuff like that. like that, like the the safe scene. Actually, Fast and Furious. I just thought of a developer, Bugbear, the guys that did um, Flat Out. That they're, they're they now have a oh, kickstarted yeah. thing that's very similar to Flat that's Out. Right. It's just not yeah, called yeah, Flat yeah. Out because they don't own it. Sure, they're out there. Yeah, they're out there. Old bugbear. Nevertheless, uh, yeah, it's just I'm not excited. I'm not hyped to see Forza Six, but I know I'm gonna love it. When yeah, I see yeah. It. It's sure, one of those yeah. weird things where it's just reliable. It's right, comfortable. It, you just you know you're gonna love it. You know what you know what to expect. You know you're gonna be happy. And you're gonna play it, and it's gonna be exactly what you want. It's like there's no it's surprise. Like my, there. Yeah, it's like my comfort blankie yeah. of of Xbox games. It's just like, oh, I'm just gonna <laughs> snuggle with this. It'll be so good. Yeah. 
new Xbox console. Mm-hmm. Marty, tell me about it. Uh, well, this they announced the that the uh, 500 gig is getting a the 349 price drop is permanent. Called it. Called it. Called Was it that no- not the case? No. So it went no. back up and then it went back when? down. I right? missed that no, one. Oh yes. No, you didn't. Stop. <laughs> yeah, you were here. Okay. Hit you with the news. We so were all recap, betting. Recap. Remember, yeah. in er- the first week of January, yeah. the the holiday pricing ended, and they put it back up. Yeah. And we said 400, to four hundred, right? And we said that's insane. A week they're, later, they're, they're madmen. Eight days later, yeah. they put it back to three forty nine, and said because well, with the holiday promotion, back up a second, they did put a, for us, uh, an end date on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. said this is yes. running through like January third. And then after it went back up, eight days later, they put it down back down. But and they did say promotional price, but they didn't put an end date on it. Uh, and that's when we said, "Watch, come E3, they're yeah, going to yeah. make that." They'll Phil Spencer is going to walk out and say, "It's not this. That price is now oh, permanent." Yeah. So it, it's not like it was three fifty temporarily again, but then went up to four hundred again, and it's going of, back down again. It kind of was temporary, but they didn't okay. put an end date. It was on. like yeah. an indefinite. So discount. now they're but just, now it's yes. officially forever yeah. discounted. Well, okay. it's official. Yeah, officially three fifty, which means uh, that leaves room for three forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. That re- Stop. <laughs> I'm going to murder you in the face. <laughs> uh, which leaves room for the new one terabyte bundle where you get the matte finish console. Uh, you get a new controller with the 3.5 millimeter headset jack. Yep. Love you that. also get a uh, copy of uh, Master Chief. Collection. There's a chat headset in there, too. Oh, there's which, a headset. Which, just, which oh, goes cool. a 3.5 millimeter jack it headset. Right it literally looks exactly like the 360 headset, yeah. and it probably is. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Which is fine. Is this still the controls on the, the attachment that plugs into the controller? Like the volume mute. That's all a that good stuff. question. I still want to know how those old. Know, yeah. I want to know how the old ones work with the new controllers. Yeah, like do they? Yeah, they might not. You might just have to buy a new one. Because that was the thing that we were. Ta- I, mean, I think we talked about this last week. Like, yeah. I wanted the input to look exactly like it was, so my old stuff's compatible, but to also have that three point five jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The we'll other see. thing. Go ahead. No, I just said we'll see. Yeah. The other thing uh, I want to back up Marty the matte finish console. I find this interesting. We they did this with the three sixty as well, where they uh, That's right. we had the. The of course the initial one was matte, and then mm-hmm. they on the slim redesign it was that glossy, glossy yeah, the black beautiful which... system which I love, and then uh, after a while they switched it to matte. Yeah, it, and I've got to figure it must be a cost thing, right? Like it's got to be cheaper to just run it to print it matte to, to stamp it out matte than to do that. I'm sure it's like, like an extra finishing. machine. Yeah, layer. yeah. And That's and weird. I just wonder, is it because you want to make it super shiny and pretty? When it's new, to entice more people to buy it, and to, and then after a while, people don't—they're used to it and they don't care. I'm just curious the what's the what's the business that. psychology behind yeah. starting with a glossy finish plastic box, you know, a, a consumer electronics device, and then going after a while, going okay, let's just do it in matte now. Yeah, I'm curious if that actually impacts sales whatsoever. Yeah, like are there consoles that people would be like, well, I would have bought it, but <laughs> but it's not glossy. But it's not glossy. Whereas like I'm just like I put it under my TV and I don't care. I don't look at it. It it took us having this conversation for me to realize that my machine was not matte. Yeah, because you're thinking <laughs> I just like, don't remember. Well, I just yeah. don't care. It's, they're it's sort of the two tone. Yeah, yeah. The, it's like the Xbox ones are two tone. And it's actually so are the PS4s. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Sony will follow suit and they'll just yeah. be like, oh, okay, our competitor went ahead and uh, saved a few bucks and is doing Matt. Okay, we'll do Matt too. Yeah. yeah. I will say, though, I'm very happy to see that Microsoft is taking the lead on upping the storage. 
Uh, yeah. You know, Sony does have a one terabyte machine coming. There was an FCC listing for it. Mm-hmm. We did a story on IGN. Microsoft is getting theirs out first. Because this is what Microsoft, you know, they're by virtue of being in second place. Yes, they're outselling where the three, they're doing great. They're outselling where the 360 was at this point, but they are second place this generation. They need to be the proactive ones with, with pricing, which they've been doing, and now with, uh, just more bang for your buck, just mm-hmm. adding more features, which one terabyte is. So, What if Sony hits back with the price drop again? Not a substantial one, but a smaller one. Uh, well, think they would? I, no. Yeah, I think, I don't think, I think PS4 either. is selling too well. I yeah, think that's a good point. I think what's more likely to happen is that Sony simply phases out the 500 gigs and and just replaces Same price it. point, bigger hard drive. Yes, which mm-hmm. is what Microsoft did with yeah. the 360s last gen when they were kind of the, when they were, not kind of, they were the market leader. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of, that would be my prediction, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah, they upped it to 120? Well, was that the it first started, no, it started at uh, 20. 20 gigabytes yeah. and eventually went, there was a 60 and then we That's got up to, I think now there might have even been a 40 in there too. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember anymore. Yeah. We, we, there was a 120 eventually, mm-hmm. but just good to see. Good to see more. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, one terabyte's still not enough." I've heard. That I agree, you, but I've heard that if you plug in an external drive, it actually can read the game faster. Like loading times are reduced. That's what Alex told me. Our tech. Yeah, I think if, tech it, it depends on the drive you get. But yeah. any competent. That's impressive, though. External mm-hmm. USB drive, yeah. and that's the thing is, uh, you know, PS4 can't do that. That's a nice thing that you you can swap out the drive, but it's a much bigger hassle yeah, with Xbox, with, and you're replacing it. So you're not you're not getting that plus it's not added drive. Yeah, it's not additive storage. Right. With the Xbox One at least, yeah, I mean I don't like having a, another external thing there, but that's just more on paper. It just sits in my entertainment console. You don't I don't look really at care. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got the I've got a two terabyte, which will suit me for a while. And I could have gone bigger, but I wanted the USB powered one. Like oh the, yeah, you, you don't have to get, plug it in. Yeah, the, they're oh, yeah. they're cheap, like four gigabyte external drives, but they're the, the big power. They're the bulkier ones that yeah, yeah that have external power supplies, and that I definitely didn't want. I just I have no room for that behind yeah. my my entertainment setup. Mine's so. a mess of cables back there. <laughs> Ain't got no room for hard drives. I just redid mine a couple weekends. Yeah, ago. like cleaned it up. I completely re and it, yeah, there was an old subwoofer back there. And I'm like, I'm not using this anymore. Like, it was so dusty. Yeah, if you if you lit a match, it probably would have burned the entire house down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? This is the biggie. Talk to me. Mitch, Game Informer. You want, yeah. Game Informer scooped us. Yeah, they got that Halo 5 cover story, yeah. and it is a very exciting cover story. Uh, it, it speaks a little bit to a lot of the suspicions we had about Halo 5's campaign in that it is two-sided. It is the story of Master Chief and Blue Team, and it is the story of uh, Agent Locke and his team hunting him down. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots to go through in this story. Uh, the big thing for me, I love, love, love that uh, Buck from ODST yeah. is back. He's on the bad guys. Or yeah, the, he's the other with, team. He's yeah. working, I'm, I'm labeling them guys the bad guys. guys. The, the yeah. not as good good guys. I like Master Chief team more. Yeah, so it's interesting to me. Like, I wonder if you will eventually, like halfway through this campaign, will they like meet up and mix and match? And now, like, you're playing as Buck with Chief on certain missions. I think Buck right, so will be the have liaison. A fantasy dr- all right, we've a all looked up. We're going to have a fantasy, fantasy draft. draft. Yeah. Uh, our team captains are Chief and Locke. Chief, 
I draft all of my Spartan twos that I had already because <laughs> yeah. they're physically bigger yeah. and more experienced yeah. and more badass but than none all of them of are Nathan you, Fillion. You terrible yeah. Spartan fours, go yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> we're the old school. We're the yeah. OG. We o- were ex- OGST. We- OG. Oh wow! <laughs> I love you so much right now. Damn. <laughs> Woo. That was really dumb. Um, I wonder. So <laughs> all of these people play differently. They all have different skills and loadouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if. Like, if you're playing as Buck, I assume Buck isn't a Spartan all of a sudden, right? Is that something? He, well, he's a he Spartan just, 4. Is he? There, I he was, think so. He was I mean, just an ODST before. Like, did he get an upgrade? He, or yeah, are you he, playing I think as he graduated. A, or are you going to play just reading as the, ODST? I was just reading the Game Informer okay. story, and they had little profiles on all, all of them. All right, good job, Buck. Congrats on your promotion. <laughs> um, yeah, so these the, the interesting thing is these characters are with you at all times. I like yeah. that. I love that playing alone I can have three dudes around that I can be like alright you go over there you over there issue commands mm-hmm. or if we're playing together I can just tell Destin Destin you're over there Yeah, do what I tell you to do yeah you can have <laughs> them Chief. you can command them to drive vehicles as well oh, that's if cool. you want to hop in the back and or do sniper. the sniper. get out like in, in every other Halo to date you've kind of it's worked well enough but you've kind of had to fudge it like you you just get in the turret seat and then you wait, and eventually and one of your AI buddies runs yeah. comes over yeah. and hops in the driver's seat. They also I hope they're a little smarter about what they shoot. In the turret. Nice. That was always bad in the older Halo games. Uh, they just kind of shoot at everything. I will, I will miss the the like really goofy Marine banter, though, when oh, they would yeah. be. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure you'll get that with these characters. <laughs> well, but it won't be goofy. I don't expect I think it, it might to be, be You'll get a little levity, I think. I think, yeah, like yeah. Chief and Locke are very serious figures. They have their own ambitions, but the rest of the team... This is my serious voice. Like, yeah. the other Spartan 2s might be a little more serious, but when you have Buck in your squad with these other two people, like, he mm-hmm. might... They might have great banter. One side might be these lighthearted people who are just, like, doing their job. Yeah, the others might be people trying to survive. Well, the class yeah. clouds! <laughs> There's a lot of room they could play with, with uh, these sure. character dynamics and, and just the interactions between them. And even, like, story beats where, like, what if you reach a point where you have to choose one of your teammates and there's like something's gonna happen oh you mean Mass Effect style yeah. choose which oh, one's yeah. gonna die yeah like sort of like that like there's this opens oh. up a possibility for some really interesting stuff I uh have been sorry wanting Fred to, I've been wanting <laughs> 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 you heard it here first the choice has been made yeah. I am really uh stoked to play with other Spartans on me too with and against other Spartans I've been that's something I've been wanting in a Halo game mm-hmm. in a campaign for years, I but mean, going back to, do, like, two. Do, do you think that you will play against other Spartans? Do you think that it will come to a point where, as Chief, you are fighting Locke? Like, is I there a, so. a squad I would fight? hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. That would be great. That is mm-hmm. my that is my hope for Halo 5. Um, but, yeah, like, if you've read the books, I would suggest if you haven't read the books, read definitely The Fall of Reach. Yeah. And Skip the Flood. Yeah, maybe, skip the flood. maybe even just the fall of Reach would be enough to give you a good sense of who Fred, Linda, and Kelly are. First yeah. and the third one are really good books. I think First Strike, was that the other one they were in? I think so, yeah. yeah. And then Go Savonics? Yeah. yeah. Those are the three good books. But they're really great characters and sort of there's a lot of good banter where they're all sort of sitting around in ships after missions. Mm-hmm. They take their helmets off and it describes how they're just ghostly pale because they literally, their skin never sees this. <laughs> yeah. Mitch is a Spartan, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It's all adding up. They, when they describe Master Chief, they say that he's a very pale ginger man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we finally got to see his eyes at the end of Halo 4. Ooh la la. Oh, dreamy. Dreamy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so my other big question is, 
and I didn't actually read the GI story yet. Are they concurrent campaigns? Like, do you alternate, or is it? We like, don't know. Yeah, you they only described pl- one of the campaigns. Because what could be really interesting is if, like, that battle at the end or whatever between these two is two people. Like, you're playing the lock campaign at the end, and you come head to head with me playing the Master Chief campaign. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, 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 Oh, that sounds like Dark Souls. I'm excited. <laughs> that sounds like Demon yeah. Souls. I yeah. like it all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm curious to see if it's like play through Master Chief's story and then play through Locks, or if it's like Mission is Lock, Mission is Chief, Mission is Chief. Or if you can choose which one you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Chief. I should have realized a lot sooner that this was happening because uh, it's Tim, is it Luongo or Longo? Longo. Tim Longo, who's the creative director on Halo 5, what's on his resume? Star Wars Republic Commando, which Love is literally a squad yeah. first-person oh, shooter. Yeah. He's the creative director of multiplayer, though, which is interesting. I, oh, is it? I'm, pr- I'm pretty he? sure I he's he, multiplayer. He's not on the camp. Who's the campaign yeah, lead? I bet there is crossover. I'm sure that there is Because there are a lot of quotes from Tim uh, about in, in the Game Informer story. Okay, maybe yeah. I'm mistaken, because I'm pretty sure when they hired him, they said he was creative director of multiplayer. Maybe it's just because they didn't want to talk about the campaign. Isn't Quinn the multiplayer lead? Designer. Okay. He's like lead designer, I think. Got it. Hmm. They also said Adds that up, like that's a lot of, your... there's a lot of fancy titles going around <laughs> over there at three four three. They also said that as they were exploring the areas, they encountered kind of like side things that they could do, like find weapons. Yeah, and, and other alternate paths yeah. to yeah, take. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot wait. I think. I mean, th- so the other big news, which is, goes with what I was about to say, which is three four three, is just they're going for broke on this yeah. because. They know, I mean, again, Halo 4 was a great game. It sold huge. Mm-hmm. But since then, the, obviously, you know, we're not going to go back through it again, but the Halo brand has taken serious hits because mm-hmm. of serious credibility hits, and it's tested fans' patience. And Microsoft, we've been saying it for since the Halo 5 multiplayer beta, yeah. they're serious about making sure that it stays a pillar, long-tailed franchise and to that point, this is might be the biggest news out of this game in former piece. All the DLC multiplayer maps will be free That's for awesome. Halo 5. Yeah. And there will be 15. 15 of them between uh, now and, well, not now, between when the game's out in Launch October in and June. June. They, don't June wanna, they don't want to lose that multiplayer base like they did with Halo 4. And, fr- yeah, fracture yeah. the community. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, because we've been through it, that's what happened with Halo 4 is... Uh, for a number of reasons, Call of Duty, uh, whichever, came in two weeks after the game came yeah. out, and everybody left Halo 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, its player base dropped off by like 80% and never came back. Yeah, It and runs that risk again this time too, right? Like if Halo is October, we, we talked about Call that. of Duty yeah. is November. Battlefront. Hope, yeah. Yeah. I hope that it can can keep some legs. And, and I think it's real, it was good just based on what we played in the oh, alpha. It's so good. It was alpha, right? Well, technically beta. a multiplayer beta. Yeah, it was good. Though. That was really fun. And if they just improve upon that, I'm really excited to play and more Halo 4. Yeah, Five. To, to me, this this <laughs> yeah. free multiplayer DLC does make it seem like they're very much aware of the, the market situation and that they this is a move because, oh, they see, oh my goodness, we've got a Call of Duty coming a week later. We've got a Star Wars Battlefront coming three weeks later. Let's not, you know, put all of our downloadable content behind a yeah. paywall. Let, and let's get the message out there early. Hey, you buy multi- Halo Five multiplayer, you're going to get all the additional goodies for free. Mm-hmm. And I 
cannot applaud this enough. Yeah, that's I awesome. love it. Yeah, this it is, is fantastic. Brilliant. This is just a series of brilliant moves in 343's part, right? Like, okay, squad based combat, great. Uh, 15 well, DLC maps for free. How about just Buck, the core blue Buck, team, two blue campaigns? Team. And just the core multiplayer being back to the, you know, even starts Halo 2 style arena multiplayer combat, getting rid of the any sort of Call of Duty esque ordinance drops and loadouts, that is gone. I'll be curious to see if that affects big team battle, which is stuff we still haven't seen, and they did say in the story, uh, oh god, a design director whose name I am blanking on. Josh Holmes? Nope. No, he's not the designer, he's the studio head. It wasn't Josh, it wasn't Tim, it was somebody else whose name I completely forget. Uh, Kevin something? Anyway. Whatever. Uh, The design director was talking about how they're going to be implementing sandboxy campaign elements into multiplayer. Oh. Into an epic multiplayer. So curious to learn more about that. Mm. Hopefully that's a D3. That'd be awesome. Typically during Halo years, they have it playable at the evening showcase. Well, where you see Nathan Fillion playing Halo. (laughs) (laughs) That's you. That's you. (laughs) You're in the... Yeah. Talking about cool stuff, did you mention that I uh, don't need gold to play online co-op? That too. I wonder if this is a test bed for something else. Well, I think it's the I think it's the attempt to placate to to head off anger because they did actually confirm in the Game Informer story no split screen co-op. Oh, no, okay. No couch co-op. No couch co-op. But okay, we, you don't need a gold account. That's pretty to cool. To do co-op that online, so yeah. you still need a second console. Sure. Three hundred and fifty minus sixty. R.I.P. Yeah. Couch yeah. co-op in Halo, but yeah. man, um, I guess you know. I'm willing to forgive. I know it's easy for me to sit here and say this, but it, I can forgive that at the, in the uh, as a trade off for just more higher fidelity. Yep, like if it's going to be a beautiful video game that runs at at sixty frames a second. Like okay, if we can't render this twice in split screen, you're going to give it to us for free online. I can live with that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh. There's, down but not out. There's a down but not out system. Apparently, it says oh. your teammates can revive Gears. you. Yeah. Pray for good yeah. AI on that one, because remember Dude, Dom and Gears Halo. of War. <laughs> it has the best AI oh, of, of any first-person shooter series. Yeah, I'm just so. Don't worry about it. Mitch. You can tell them to revive Gears of War each never other. Figured that out, and they'll revive you. Oh yeah, when they would just be like, oh, I got to fight this time. Dom is just like, oh. hey, I'm gonna go be literally anywhere else. standing next to you. Yeah. Oh come yeah. on, Maria. I'm dying. She's she's already dead. You can save me. Razor hail. <laughs> Razor hail comes from What would they do? They just kind of like punch you and then you come back. Right? Yeah, they'd like lean down and give you a fist bump and yeah. that's how, come bro, back that's how bros get up. You're good. So Marty brings me in back to the fold every morning when I'm, I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> make right, it. Also, oh, uh, the other thing, did you mention the 20 plus maps out of the box? Yeah, 20 at launch wow. is really good. That's Halo a, 5. That's a lot. Hmm. Of course, some of these are going to be Forge remixes, which we saw in the yep. beta mm-hmm. uh, with Empire and uh, tr- Truth. Damn it, hold on. Those are good, though. Uh, Wait, I Truth or Regret? I'm super blanking on... Uh, I can't remember how they did it. I think Truth was the regular re- midship, and Regret was the weird upside-down one. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You remember it. We you saw a level it. with whales in it, also. <laughs> Halo's got that whales was, now. That was cool. Oh, in the Game Informer? In the Game Informer. Yeah, it's called Fathom. Yeah. Under, oh. Set underwater. <laughs> Whalo. <laughs> Marty's on oh, fire that's today. Really good, and Marty. literally, I have to go down because I have a meeting. <laughs> and you're dropping. I have to leave, have to leave on Whalo. <laughs> All right, so Marty, yeah. uh, as far as podcast unlocked goes, yes. We'll see you at the house party, my friends. Oh man! Yeah, see you party. there. We'll be we'll be doing all of us will be ping ponging conversations with each other oh, throughout yeah. E3, okay. talking about all the you cool and I stuff will be on playing. camera. We'll see you you and Mitch, yeah, I will also literally see you all in like twenty minutes. Yeah. Right, bye. <laughs> Looking bye. forward to it. Bye, Marty. Love you. Bye, Waylo. <laughs> OGST. OGST. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. So let's move on. Just How do we top that? So much. I mean, 
I, and I do love Microsoft as a final point, Mitch. Microsoft, I feel like, has been really good about this in recent years where they drop some some sort of appetizers before E3, stuff like this. I know this is through Game Informer, but it, yeah. But like whether it's, you know, uh, maybe the Forza leaks intentional, for instance. Sure. Of they're like, well, we want to get people excited <laughs> for Forza heading into E3. But mm-hmm. they do a good job of kind of uh, of getting you psyched for E3 by like, Putting out just some nuggets, some little appetizers yeah. before the before the show. So that well, this is also it's a good move for them to have this big story out there to have Game Informer talk about it, to have us talk about it, right? To have everyone have it on everyone's minds, so that when they show a campaign demo, everyone knows what's going on. You don't have to say That's like, true. okay, so Buck is back and you're controlling all That's these guys, you're point. issuing orders. They're just like, no, hey, they're like, gonna stay all that. Those are sales points, of course, but know? they're gonna be a lot quicker about it yeah. than they would be if they had to like break down if they just had to have that 10 minute conversation we did about what's new right? yeah instead they'll be able to fire off about it pretty rapidly people will be able to understand it easier mm-hmm. and they can just show the game i'm excited that article has me very excited for halo 5 so final prediction mitch i pre- i think we might have covered this before i predict they will open the conference with halo 5 campaign yep. and i think that before the end of it not saying the last thing but i think at some point we'll also get a on-stage brief demo of whatever this new the multiplayer battle thing is, whatever yeah. that'll be their finale you think? maybe i don't i think they have to end on like a new big first party ip like a big surprise game for, their, for the last thing right but it wouldn't surprise me if it was campaign first and then they just rolled straight into like hey man like that was awesome but uh let's talk about multiplayer now because everyone wants to see oh it. you think so it was just one big rounds. halo block of yeah it seems weird to break it up yeah i could i could see that Josh right. Holmes, everybody. All right, thanks, Josh. We'll see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> in any case, this is all fantastic Halo news. Absolutely. Very psyched for E3. Uh, should we get to play Halo 5 at E3, we will get it to you as soon as possible. Um, so I'll tell everybody. Actually, that's another thing we should plug real quick, Mitch, is Monday night. Oh, yeah. If you, you maybe try sleeping in Monday. Well, wait. You can't sleep in Monday morning because of the Microsoft press conference. But It's going to be a long day Monday. Take a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> Can I do that too? Yes. No, you can't. No, I can't. Monday night every year, including this year, is the Microsoft Xbox Showcase, mm-hmm. which is an evening event where basically everything that they talked about at the press conference, come play it at an event. And if you've followed me or IGN in over the last number of years, you know that uh, I'll be there. You'll be there. We'll be playing all of the all of the games that they have that are playable. Not all of them are playable, and we'll be filing our reports as quickly as we can. Uh, I think I, I might have published my last story at 1.32 a.m. on yep. the Monday night slash Tuesday morning last year. We were just up in the Airbnb at two in the morning, yep. just like God, why are we alive? <laughs> of course, I mean you can definitely catch it the next morning, Tuesday morning, if you need to go to bed, if you've got you know things to do. I understand, but. Uh, if you're going to stay up any one night of E3 for the latest and greatest Xbox news and what we think of playing these games, Monday night. Our European night listeners are going to have a great Tuesday night. Oh, they're going to wake <laughs> up and be like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mitchell? Yes, sir. What's next? Marshawn Lynch. That's a football player, man, that I'm vaguely aware of. Plays for the Seattle Seahawks. That is the guy who should have won the Super Bowl but they didn't hand the ball off to him. <laughs> wow. Remember? No, I did. I missed all that. Russell I missed Wilson the Super Bowl said drama. they're at the one friggin' yard line. I'm not even a Seahawks fan. This is. I'm just. Re, I'm just reiterating the sort of collective 
outrage from the Super Bowl. Man. When Russell Wilson, on the one-yard line, chance to win the Super Bowl, and instead of handing the ball off to a guy they call beast mode because you can't tackle him <laughs> because he's such an incredible athletic performer, they don't give him the ball Good. with one yard to go, Good. and instead they throw the ball, and the Patriots dude intercepts it, and the Patriots win the Super Bowl. How annoying oh is it to God. be like, I will literally win us all the money and all the prize and all the respect <laughs> of the world if you just hand I'll it just, to me? I'll just give me that thing. <laughs> no. Just uh, <laughs> So we got a pretty good consolation prize. He's going to be a villain in Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Is it, is it about losing the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> it's how he that's turned the world's yeah, that's why he's evil. He's so angry about losing that he became a villain in the future. Like, decades later, he's still just, like, bitter and furious about the it. The year is 2035. Marshawn Lynch is a 55-year-old, angry, bitter former football player who's turned to... Who's turned into mercenary life to, yeah. <laughs> to supl- support his uh, his family in the post-war era, post-robot war era. So, all due respect to Marshawn Lynch, it's very interesting to see them go from Kevin Spacey, for the villain of Advanced Warfare. To, <laughs> Amazing actor. To, to Marshawn Lynch, not an actor, as the villain of <laughs> to, Black Ops But 3? he's not the villain. Oh, he's, he's just, just a guy. A, he's a so villain. He, he like, shows up. So he has four lines. Right. It's more of a cameo thing. <laughs> he might be like the Darth Vader character, like the enforcer for the main villain or whatever. He said, quote, I've been in the Super Bowl movies, music videos, Madden, but to have your own character in duty, is, I didn't realize that we <laughs> called it duty, is, That's really I good. mean... It's almost like you arrived. I know, I'm sure he, that's sort of a, you know, writ, uh, sort of a tongue-in-cheek quote, but... Yeah. I, I mean, I guys, I'm I, in a Call of Duty game. I guess, do, I guess we just don't care about breaking the illusion of, you know, suspending disbelief when we run into Marshawn Lynch and shoot him in the face <laughs> right. in a video game that's not Madden. You don't shoot people in Madden, nope. I don't think, but... Maybe you can hit him in the face with an errant pass in that, sure. but that's, I think, about the extent of it. But Maybe that's in the manager mode where you do that. I can't. <laughs> you, we're, we're, cutting, it we're cutting you, yeah. yeah. Does this... Ah, come on. I am totally unmoved by this. Maybe, I don't know, maybe He's if I was excited. a big Seahawks is this, fan... Is this fun sure. and I'm yeah. being a grumpy old man right now? Is this fun? I don't know. Like, I think it's interesting when you have people like Troy Baker, who's a good video game guy right like you you know him for these amazing roles you know he's capable he's a great actor you have him with kevin spacey you have him with these other performance mm-hmm. capture artists who are incredible in advanced warfare like that game had issues but it's like performances was not one of them even spacey who was probably on set for five minutes was really good because he's kevin spacey mm-hmm. having marshawn lynch is like your premier like let's talk about how cool it is that we have this story like you have robots in the future and marshawn lynch you are a cartoon version of yourself. What do you think that tryout line was like? All right, Nathan Fillion, <laughs> no, Troy Baker, no, uh, Marshawn Lynch. So, yeah. are you, yeah. Mitch? Are you the uh, are you the Broadway performer who's upset when when uh, this is know, not theater? When, when Neil Patrick Harris or like a or or uh, Bradley Cooper comes to town and and headlines a play, right. and you're angry that he's that that the that the big that the, been my the, role. the Hollywood A list yeah. actors are coming and taking the yeah. the jobs of, of all the of Broadway dorms. performers, yeah. Basically, I I, I, this is just very weird. What it is odd. It, sure, it's fine. In he the said end. he's done movies. What movies did Marshawn Lynch do? I don't know. Super Bowl I movie. Maybe. I don't know his acting uh, credits. I bet he appeared for five minutes in Draft Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, that's more movie than I've done. That's true. It's a lot more movie. That's, that's five more minutes of movie. Who has than more I've screen done. time, Marshawn Lynch or Andrew Goldfarb? 
in film. Andrew, Andrew Goldfarb. Goldfarb. <laughs> He's in a lot Look of stuff. Look for him behind Steve like, Buscemi. It, dude, yeah. I'm watching The Good Wife right now, and we were just just watching the episode, and the camera pans over the jury, and we're like, that's Andrew Goldfarb! <laughs> what? What's happening? It just it catches me off guard every time. Same thing when I see Tom Chick in The Office. I'm like, what? Oh, man. Insider, inside baseball, everybody. It's very weird. While talking about football. It's... So, yeah, look for Marshawn Lynch in Call of Duty Black Ops 3 and next year good wife now. Uh, I look really forward good. to next year's Call of Duty game from Infinity Ward where there'll be the level where we jump over a huge shark on a motorcycle that'll be fun <laughs> you have to shoot the shark <laughs> in slow motion as you yeah. go by like just cap it in the head with a you harpoon. are the shark oh. oh my god Call of Duty Sharknado <laughs> Sharknado Cross Warfare Sharknado Advanced War. Sharknado Warfare pretty good oh boy huh I'd play that game I don't know that I would. <laughs> Quickly, for those of you who uh, also do some gaming on your PC and or are excited about the uh, Windows 10 features, you know, there's going to be Xbox Live is coming to Windows 10, and there's going to be an Xbox app on Windows 10 that uh, lets you sort of cross-talk, and of course, games like Fable Legends will be cross-platform play. Microsoft has announced the wireless adapter for the Xbox One controller to be compatible with PC. Hmm. This is a simple USB dongle, and it is going to be out this fall for $25. It's or, not bad. No, it's not bad. Or $80 yeah. bundled with a controller, which hmm. that's 5 bucks off because it's a, you know, the controller is 60 bucks by itself. Yeah. So just If you to, like that controller, go for it. It's the best controller in gaming. I like 360 still. So not the D-pad, yeah. but yeah, 360 just feels right to me. I mean, 360 is great, but I, I definitely think the Xbox One controller improves enough better i mean the, the d-pad alone is uh so much better and come on you got to give it up to the even though hardly any games use them hopefully halo 5 will the the rumble haptic, triggers the rumble triggers yeah, man oh the triggers are great yeah i mean yeah. play again play I have two either four small like extremely small issues with the xbox one controllers the mm. bumpers feel a little squishy and the thumbsticks just i'm not used to them yet what i love them yeah. The thumbsticks are so like much better. Like, I have the grip, but when I got to click in, it just feels like it's harder to do. No, they're like long. a textured... Because on 360, they were just... It was just a rubber coating, yeah. and they would rub off. The the little... The nubs, the come nubs off, would yeah. rub off, and then eventually, having worked at OXC, we had so many... <laughs> you The actual plastic, the actual rubber would, would start coming yeah, off yeah. If you've ever while. been in, like, a Best Buy demo kiosk or something, it's yeah. just this, like, yeah. eight-year-old disaster of a controller. But, yeah, yeah the, the Xbox One thumbsticks are wrapped in like this textured oh, I know. awesome like I said they're just minor things that are like personal quirks uh, yeah I'll give I you the bumpers it. thing but yeah. I don't know I gotta not the thumbsticks not, I'm not gonna give you the thumbsticks I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> veto enough. that alright yeah <laughs> I haven't uh, spent enough time just on that controller I think to get used to it but like once you're in it doesn't really bother you Very like true. you're in a world just thank I mean yeah the, thank god for the offset thumbsticks no, oh, yes. They're so much better. Mm -hmm. Offset thumbsticks are, especially with shooters, mm -hmm. especially with shooters, they're the way to go. All right. Time code written. Ryan, you're excited about this next one. So excited for Mirror's Edge, you guys. I owe you an In-N-Out burger, Mitch. <laughs> you mother-loving, kind young man. You have Aww. an excuse to go to In-N-Out. <laughs> I'm nuts. Yeah. Mirror's Edge has uh, had its title officially revealed. Mirror's Edge Catalyst. It's a pretty good title. Which is kind of cool. Pretty good title for the weird reboot thing. 
that I this have, is. I would have rather it just been called Mirror's Edge, but it's eh. a name, so I don't super doesn't matter to me yeah. that much. But yeah, I, Catalyst is such a great word. Yep. It just carries this. It, it just. It's such an actiony word. Yep. It's it's a it's a verby word. It was always <laughs> my favorite thing. And like whenever we had like a creative writing class, it would always be like you'd have that chart, right? Like introduction, catalyst, ascending action, climax. Right. I was always like, man, catalyst is such a great word for well, turn of events. And isn't I don't know if this is super on purpose or if this is just a happy coincidence, but catalyst is such a word that's associated with movement, and that's what Mirror's Edge is about. Yeah. Is movement. I know everybody's like, what are you guys on about right now? It's a word in a video <laughs> game title. But yeah, uh, it's confirmed for E3 as well. A lot of box art out today. Box a lot art of images. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Fantastic box art. It's older images. Like it's we've seen that image of Faith before, but now like the layout of the logo being vertical on the side looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I can I that's that I'm stoked for for E3 because I can't believe a new mirror edge happened. I'm with it you. It is a yeah. small miracle. It really yeah. is. I mean, t- two years ago when they announced it, I remember vividly, I, all, all E3s to me are, I've been lucky enough to go to so many of them and working them all in our war room, but, you know, and most of the time it's, you. there are very few moments that stand out because you're just there, you're, you're typing, you're yeah. in the moment, but I have so vividly remember we did not know that that trailer was coming. And then when it, when it popped up, the entire war room is probably 60 people, if not more, because yeah. it's the entire IGN team, including our international crews, erupted. Yep. Like, and we're all very erupted. much like, no cheering in the press box. Don't applaud stupid video game announcement. <laughs> we're just like, oh my we're like, God, yes! this is awesome. I remember hugging Keza McDonald next to me. <laughs> yeah. And it was just the best thing ever. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Destin. Yeah. I'm so... Who, uh, whether it's... Uh, what's the CEO? Who's our new guy at EA? Andrew what? Wilson. Wilson. I don't know if it's if it went all the way up to him to green light it. I would like to give a hug to whoever agreed that. <laughs> Whoever's game. fault yeah. this is. They're Thank taking you. a chance. They are. I'm happy. Yeah. Let's it, do this game that didn't do well again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. see if yeah, see if we can do it right. And if this bombs like <sighs> Yeah. Ugh. Do you think I'll they're be gonna crushed. do the, Do you think they're gonna do the animation style cutscenes again? I hope no, not. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I they're using they're so invested in Frostbite for the oh, engine yeah. that I don't oh my see them God, doing this is the gonna look sort of cartoony in Frostbite. They're also really, they keep talking about how committed they are to first person and the idea yeah. of physicality in this one, that it would be very, it'd be cool to, you know, like kick open that last door on the level and then it's like, it just is a cutscene and you are talking to people and that is the story. Oh yeah, that's like, a that's good. That's how you do it. Do you think the cutscenes will break out of first person ever? Do you think the not. entire game will be inside I don't, Faith's eyeball? I don't want to see the back of Faith's head. They'll break out. I'm guessing they will. All right. Yeah. I'm going to no. say no. Yes. First person yeah. the whole way. Are we making it and out better over it? No. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Yeah, it's just easier to deliver a, a story if you know you pop out and you show two people interacting. Sure. I think. If I get to play this video game at E3, I'm going oh, to be God. such a happy human being. That could happen with how much they put out there. I would well, not be surprised. Yeah. And it's it's been two years since they announced it, so yeah. you, hopefully it's playable. Even if it's maybe, I mean, you know. I don't know if it'd be behind closed doors like a lot of our stuff is right, or, or on the, the show floor. I don't care where it is. Just please give me a nice set of headphones yep. and let me play that video game and I will happily report back. And I hope that I will report back happy things if that happens because that's the thing. I will be crushed if they decide, oh, well, the kids need to have – there needs to be an option for guns because kids love guns. But if they actually commit to it, which they've said – 
they have said we are it's not it's not going to be about guns that's not what this game is mm-hmm. they're saying all the right things if they do it i will be the biggest cheerleader if they don't i will be curled up in the corner dual wielding confirmed <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> She pulls out two guns, <laughs> aims them sideways, yeah. gangster style. It's like, mm-hmm. and then just because you aim better that way, right? You aim better, and then the <laughs> catchy one-liners. You know, she, yeah, you gotta have faith. Oh God! And it just starts opening fire. That's the trailer that we're getting into. That's the nightmare version. <laughs> That's my personal hell of version of Mirror's Edge. That just gets ruined. <laughs> oh man! You have nightmares about that trailer. I probably would. Sad news, Mitchell. Yeah, so on Twitter this week, Chris Avalon announced that he left Obsidian. He's one of the co-founders of that studio. You might know them for Knights of the Old Republic 2, Fallout New Vegas, uh, Alpha Protocol, South Park Stick of Truth. Yes. They do really good work. They just did Pillars of Eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, PC-only game there, yeah. but... Uh, this is a really good studio, and Avalon left, and that was surprising, and I have no idea where he's going. He didn't yeah. say. He just said, he said, quote, he's off, he's, quote, off to a pursue new projects. Curious if he's going to start his own thing or go somewhere else. I don't know. I feel like if you're a co-founder of a studio like that, you don't just quit and be like, all right, I'm going to EA now. Goodbye. Right. Yeah. Maybe he'll Unless go. Unless it's to run EA, but that Unless he's happen. going to, yeah. like, make a KOTOR for Bioware or something. Yeah. Or how about he joins... He becomes Todd Howard's right-hand man at Bethesda and sure. writes Elder Scrolls and Fallout games. Man, that could be cool. Yeah. We will be curious to see where he goes. Man. But, uh, yeah, every Xbox gamer should be a little sad at this news. I mean, I, I'm hopefully I'm sure it's a great personal, professional move for him. He's obvious, Hopefully it's nothing bad. There's no indication that it's some sort of falling out or, or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Xbox fans, it's... It's kind of the end of an era with with this where, like you said, Mitch, he's worked on some really great Xbox Western RPGs. Some of the three of the – you just named three of the very best role-playing games. Off Protocol? Not that one. Oh. (laughs) That was – yeah. Not a terrible game, but far from a great one. That game gets a lot of hate. You should totally play Off Protocol. I did. I really, really interesting. I I, I I mean the world. (laughs) Off Protocol is cool. It's got some interesting ideas. Yeah, big time. Also some not good ones, but what do you do? All right. So we started with the good news. Now we've kind yeah. of segued into the not as good news. No Quantum Break at E3 this year. So if you're looking forward to that, sorry, man. Got to wait a little bit. Yeah, Remedy's game is going to skip E3 entirely, and it'll be at Gamescom. Like, like it always is. I mean, it's a Well, Gamescom they're there. Is, it's easier. Yeah, like they're, <laughs> they're finished, and they're just going to yeah. hop, skip, and jump over to Germany, show off their European mm-hmm. game to a European trade show, and launch next year. Yeah, there's nothing nothing to read into. I've already seen some tweets like, oh, does this? are you worried about Quantum Break since no. it's not at E3 for the second year in a row? Not at all. Microsoft has said that they're treating Gamescom for a couple of years now. Include that Seriously. Gamescom to them is sort of like E3 continued. Which is good because mm-hmm. Sony has dominated that show for a decade. And, and they're not Microsoft showing up this is, year. Yeah. What did they do last year? What was their big stuff? Uh, oh, dude! Remember last year they had. Uh, I just can't remember. I, I was remember there, so, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They had uh, Michelle Ansel's Wild. They had. Oh, that uh, was Gamescom. They had a new trailer for Rhyme, which is a game I've st- we still haven't mm-hmm. seen anything of, but I'm really excited for because it's by the um, the Deadlight guys, the guys that did that fantastic Summer of Arcade yeah. game for 360. That's where I played it until dawn. But Order was there. Yeah, yeah the, no, Sony had a nice show there yeah. last year. It just went on for. 
ever. That conference was so long. Yeah. Oh my God. And they kept, remember that was the one where they kept panning out to shots of the oh. crowd and you couldn't see the game demos? When, I you, remember now. Like, what? Good job, and I everybody. was like, stop ruining my footage. And they done that at E3 <laughs> yeah. too. Like, I hope Sony's hired a new director for their, yeah. for their press conference. Yeah, we do it at E3. It's like, here's world first gameplay. Pan out to the crowd so no! you can't see the television. <laughs> I don't want that. It's like, Sweet. I want to see the game. What are you doing? But yeah, good to see Microsoft holding some big guns for uh, for Gamescom mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Quantum Break. I, you know, Mitch, I hope we see some of the TV stuff there. And I know yeah. people are like, oh, the Halo TV, the integration. No, no, the Quantum no. Break. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, yeah. I thought you meant like <laughs> Xbox on the Quantum Break TV. Thing. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Just Quantum Break specifically. Remember that when they first unveiled the game, it was you know it was going to be gameplay. TV and we've and seen like, the TV stuff. You and I saw a little demo of not like, of oh, but not of Quantum Break. Yeah, we did. Yeah, man, that does not bode well. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a I'm room excited now. It with Oz and Sam. Oh, behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was E3 like two years ago. Oh, God, I so vaguely remember that. It, yeah, it must not have left much right. of an impression. But <laughs> man, I do. I want to see it <laughs> me too publicly and yes. see because now it's all that stuff has to be shot now. Whatever we saw two years ago would have been oh, yeah. like a test, yeah. test shot. So we'll see if the TV stuff is still a prominent part of Quantum Break, and look, just look forward. Hopefully, pl- I hope we get to play it at Gamescom. Uh, you're, you're going, right? I think so. I am not. Are you going, Mitch? <laughs> no, no, sir. I Gamescom is a rough show. I know, and I will be it happily drinking beer at Key Arena, watching Dota Two. Lucky, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. Just like any other Saturday night. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's end on a su- on a good note here. Destin? Brother, A Tale of Two Sons is coming to Xbox One. There's two brothers. Two. Brothers. Not brothers. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, <laughs> confirmed for I Xbox One. I love when Destin reads things. Yeah. It's the best. Brothers. Yeah, soon. Within the next few months. That's good. I so saw like, it's also coming to mobile. I don't know how that's going to work. I... Can't imagine I'd want to play it on a mobile. There device. are very specific moments in that game that sort of whatever. It's that game does not fit mobile at all mm. in he, my you're, mind. You're because there's the control in the first half an hour of that game. On the screen it's, it takes doing. time to wrap your head around controlling each brother individually with the thumbsticks and using the triggers for actions. For right. Each of them. I don't even understand how that works on a touchscreen device. Yeah. Controls on the screen. Let's yeah. put them on the screen, probably. But I will say, you know, we are. Very prominently, not fans of the remaster thing in general. However, I am much more lenient on that when it's a smaller digital title that isn't a triple A AAA game that already made tens of millions sure. of dollars. And even though, like, I will always have a problem with like half-assed re-releases. The yeah. I'm always a fan of like more people having the opportunity to play a game, and this is one that everybody should play. Joseph Ferris. Uh, film director. Yep, working on Hazelight for EA. Or his studio is Hazelight. They didn't really name the game, but he's mm. doing something. I hope it's not Hayes. There was a game called Hayes <laughs> a while back. Yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> Sunset Overdrive wiped that from everyone's yeah. memories from Insomniac. All right. I'm going to go. We haven't heard a lot from the great Destin Legary. All right. I'm going to go to you for what we can spend our money on this week, Destin. At retail, the Elder Scrolls Online Tamriel Unlimited is coming to Xbox One for $60, no monthly subscription. Yeah, that's the cool. that's part of the deal now. Mm-hmm. You do you just pay 60 bucks for the game, and then there's no monthly fee. Basically, just like Destiny or any other game. Yeah. Our review in progress is live. Our reviewer is uh, deep Leif into it Johnson, now. Leif yeah. Johnson, our MMO expert. Yep. 
That's, like, all that's like all he does. Is play I don't know those. how he yeah. does that. Like jumps from one to the next. That's I hope we pay that guy a lot of money. <laughs> Steam World Dig uh, is also coming to Xbox One for ten dollars. Are you a- are you guys gonna try ESO? No, no, no. I mean, it's don't been care. on PC for like long enough. Did you play it on PC? No, I'm just not interested. I'm Fallout, not Elder Scrolls. I'm in the Fallout camp. Yeah, Elder Scrolls has never done it for me. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, SteamWorld you are, Dig. You guys are lame. Ten dollars. <laughs> it's a platform mining adventure with strong Metroidvanian influences. I'm getting tired of hearing Metroidvanian. Yeah, because it's just Metroid. <laughs> every, every, yeah, everybody's using that. Uh, SteamWorld Dig's really cool. A lot of people really it. like the the SteamWorld Dig. The Swapper is fifteen dollars, and it's an atmospheric puzzle platformer set in the furthest reaches of space. This is a Marty Sleeva classic. He loves the Swapper. Really loves it. Excellent. It's in space. I like space stuff. So you're you're giving it the secondhand Marty seal of approval. Yeah, since he's not here to give it himself. Oh my God! You got to play the Swapper. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, you can get a Porsche pack for Forza Horizon Two for ten dollars, and includes ten cars. It's a buck a car. That's great. I feel That's like math. I mean, yeah, ten dollars for a ten car pack. <laughs> All right. It's, yeah. Normally, we've been conditioned to expect that a ten dollar car pack to be like five cars. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's ten is awesome. That's and, total. That's fair market value to me. Yeah. Yeah. Buck a car. Yeah. Doesn't seem that bad. Games for gold. Oh, you guys are going to be really excited. <laughs> Massive Chalice, which you should great play. game. You should play that. And Pool Nation is back. Finally. <laughs> please, <laughs> finally. I don't know whether to tell everyone to please download it so that it's just like everybody Everybody's owns this. Everybody's got it. Yeah. Let's or move on. if we should tell people to stop downloading it to make it go away. Here's a tip. I'm to, not sure which one. I'm going to call it. It's going to be in July's as well. Here's a tip for any Xbox people no, watching. No way. That like make the consoles. Just make it pre-installed. You think Pool Nation <laughs> FX will be the fourth month in a row? All right, this is going on camera. <laughs> <laughs> we just made an in and out bet. God, <laughs> didn't even have it. to verbalize it. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't bet on anything else. We just need excuses to go eat don't double Don't let me down, Phil. Don't let me down. <laughs> or in my case, three by threes, because I'm a disgusting slob. Yeah. Yeah, so get Massive Chalice. And you're a, you, are you, you're a cheese fries guy, nation. right, Mitch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Xbox 360, you got Just Cause 2. Get that. Nice. Fun and, game. Uh, only for another... Yeah, first to the fifteenth. Handful of day, like yeah, better almost a week. Five days, yeah. Five days. So Monday. Yeah. Pick up just cause two. Ton of fun. Uh, and thief. Sixteenth thirtieth. That's so Tuesday. It's worth getting. Three sixty version is, you know, not the ideal version it's compared worth, to the Xbox free, One version. Though. But yeah, it's it's yeah. a very solid stealth game for free. Can't yep. be dead. Ryan. Cool. Unlock block time. Awesome. We'll be right back and do a little trivia before we bid you adieu until E three. Not bad. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right, gentlemen. I like this week's unlock block trivia. It comes to us from James Alexander. First names. Tip my cap on that one. (laughs) But his middle name's David. (laughs) Could be. Why do you say that? I don't know. Three first first names. names. That's James, David, Alexander. Just, well, which one's your name? It's an Abbott and Costello bit. <laughs> yeah. James David, well, which one is it? Where are the other two guys? All right. Uh, I want to say we have a, I have several awesome goodies this week to choose from, Ooh. which our winner is currently, I've, I've uh, emailed him, let him choose. Got a Witcher 3 code for PC. Just don't ask why. If you want to play the game on PC, I've got, I don't have any Xbox One codes, I'm afraid. Really good platform to on. 
Yeah, if you've got yeah. the machine for it. Uh, but then I do have a Halo 3 ODST code for Master Chief Collection. If you did not get it for free and you'd like to play that game and you have Master Chief Collection, it does require Master Chief Collection. It is not a standalone mm-hmm. thing, just, just to make that perfectly clear. Fable Legends beta code and Smite beta keys. So plenty of good stuff. Thank you to everybody who's been sending in their unused codes for whatever game or add-on or beta on Xbox. I really appreciate it. It makes for a more awesome trivia segment for everybody. And so Jason, uh, James Alexander. I was going to say Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. <laughs> Jason James. David Jerry. Alexander. Michael. <laughs> James Alexander wins this week. He'll get his choice of those video games. For sending in this question, which stumped me, I'm going to add. I I would not get a point for this. Which game was the first to require require a hard drive for Xbox 360? Was it Football Manager 2006, Rage, Halo 3 ODST, which we've been talking about a lot this week, or Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. I'll remind while you guys write down your answers, which you've already done. Mitch in the lead for 2015 in the quest for the Dookie, the trophy <laughs> that has yet to exist. A reader, a listener claims he's making it, and if that doesn't happen, I'll just have one made. The Dookie is going to be a thing that one of you is going to proudly display. He's on your just going <laughs> to mail us a Green Day album. That would, I would be fine with that. Me too. Mitch with 10 points, Destin with 9. Marty has disappeared. Boom! Wrecked. Therefore, he will not build on his eight-point third-place score, and Sean like Finnegan through the door. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sean Finnegan with six points. So, Mitch, for the lead, for retaining the lead, you asked the question, right? The listeners now. I did. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was too busy focusing, too busy focusing on my answer. answer. Yeah, I, I also yeah. must have been because I don't know if you did. Yeah. <laughs> no. F- first, first 360 game to require a hard drive: Football Manager 2006, Rage, Halo 3 ODST, or Call of Duty 4: Modern Warfare. Uh, Mitch, you are the leader. I'm going to go to you yeah. first. So I went with B, Rage. Okay. And I sat here. I was like, didn't didn't Xbox 360 games always need a hard drive? I thought they always did. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, maybe like you needed like what was the first game to like have an install? Because that was a thing that we didn't ever have to worry about for a really long time. Yeah. Remember that you didn't mm-hmm. have to install your games. You just put them in. You played them. It was yeah. great. Uh, and it seems like Rage would be. A, a likely candidate for this, right? Like, you have this new id tech game. Seems like a bad decision they would make to be like, oh, you have to install it. I'm pretty sure it might have even come on two discs. I might be misremembering. Yeah. I you are remembering it. correctly. You've Ooh. got that correct. Yeah. So there were a few games on Xbox 360 that you did have to uh, install disc two mm-hmm. to play disc one. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. Xbox 360, yeah. 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 Destin, what do you say? So I went with Football Manager. Um, Rage... I believe you're right. You did have to install it. Um, I don't remember having to do that with ODST or Call of Duty yeah. 4 Modern Warfare. I felt like those played off the disc because I can remember hearing my hard drive trunk to trunk. So I went with the weird one that I didn't play, obviously. This one is really out of place. So I yeah. almost did pick this one. Yeah, that's the only reason I picked it. All right. So uh, Rage, Mitch, you did remember all that correctly. And towards the end of the 360 generation, we did start to see some games requiring disc like there was an installed disc mm-hmm. that you had to do and with ODST the second there was a second disc there that had all of the maps. it was the Halo 3 multiplayer yeah. suite and that not was not required install. though correct you didn't yeah. have to install it Call of Duty 4 I don't think had any sort of install whatsoever no. oh my god did i get it the answer is in fact football manager wow. 2006 that was, Tied it it was so Bravo out of place it. with these games i'm like shooter 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 football manager yeah. what i went back and checked this too to make wow. sure james was correct and he in fact was all what right was i tied it up mitch wow damn it why did you need to install that game was it just a lot 
I just I knew it had to be that's a good earlier. Question. That's the only reason that was I my went thing with, too. Is like you know, 2006. I'm like Rage was like life. end of the console cycle. And like like I was here when that released. Yeah. So yeah, interesting, interesting question. Good job, James. All right. Uh, if you if you want to pl- play and have a chance at one of these free codes, kindly donated by our listeners, send your trivia question. Include four multiple choice answers. Please note the correct one. Send that where, bitch. Unlocked at IGN.com. Excellent. Let's plug some stuff and get out of yes, here. Sir. Uh, I'll start real quick. Follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, I've launched a new little venture, which I will respect IGN, the fact that they pay my bills and I won't plug my side thing on an IGN thing, but take Check a look at my Twitter. Take a look at my Twitter or watch the video or episode sure. this week <laughs> yeah. for a little yeah. to look at my look at what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. But I'm super excited about that. It's mm-hmm. a fun little thing that's have have had in my head for a while and it's awesome that it's a real deal. Uh, E3 obviously coming up. I already mentioned a bunch of podcast related things at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. I won't repeat that again, but uh, I will say I'm checking. There are a lot of people that I'm going to be interviewing at E3 that are bucket list kind of career bucket list wow, things. Like nice. check, got to interview that person. Check, check. So uh, just you're, you're pro- if you're listening to this show, your pro- chances are you're already going to be watching all of our E3 coverage, and I thank you and invite you to do so. I think our Xbox One app is the best way to do that. Yep. It's uh, you know just big screen, easy, high def, just. Put it on, kick back. It's got live streams. It's got all the trailers. Yep. It's got all the latest news videos. It's so all there. Take a look. Download that on your Xbox One if you have not done so already. Ryan, uh, yes, I have to give you an update to our, one of our Halo stories earlier in the show. Just hit. Uh oh. That's what we said. No, it does require gold. That's what the update oh. says. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. I guess Game Informer either got that wrong mistakenly, which happens, mm-hmm. or maybe that they were. I don't know. Something went awry there, but all right. So that's uh, less brilliant than the well, rest of the stuff yeah. that they announced. I'm still sorry super to, soaked for Halo. Yeah, 5. Sorry to do it at the end of the show, but no, we should correct good it. To, good yeah. to get that corrected information mm-hmm. out there. So thank you, Destin. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was my Twitter. All of our stuff we're doing at E3, and oh, you know what? I think by, probably by the time anybody hears this, I'll have posted my review of Halo 3 ODST. Nice. It's you know it's it's being treated as a DLC review for Master Chief Collection, which is what it is. But yeah. Uh, take a look at that on IGN if you are curious, if you don't already get it for free. Mm-hmm. Destin? Follow me on Twitter, at Destin Legary. And I'm working on two long-form features. One is IGN's E3 2015 hopes, stuff we really hope to see. Yeah. Uh, today's was Fallout, which we know is coming now, but I recorded it before we knew that. <laughs> so uh, I kind of talked about what w- more we hope to see from the game. Nice. And uh, those will go through Friday, and then Saturday we'll post an article right before all the announcements happen. Nice. Also, I, I worked really hard on this uh, top 10 reasons we love Fallout. Yeah, the, you went the back. Franchise. I saw you over there. You were downloading, and you know it takes some work to get Fallout 1 and 2, the yeah. old ones, to run. I saw Two's you a little there. trickier. Saw you over yeah. there playing those and mm-hmm. digging up all kinds of interesting details. Yeah, so I did uh, 1 and 2 and 3, of course, New Vegas, and uh, put together a nice feature with the help from you know the IGN editors who also talked about their moments. And Yeah, it's up. It did pretty well, and check it out if you haven't. Thanks. Excellent. Mitchell. I'm at MitchD on Twitter. Uh, my Heroes of the Storm review went live last week, so you can check that out if you're into Blizzard's new MOBA. Uh, IGN.com slash E3 is where my entire life will live uh, <laughs> for the next seven days, eight days, whatever it is. Uh, lots and lots of news going to be coming out of the show, so I'll be living on my laptop just working on news for you guys. And remember, we're kicking things off 
On Sunday, our Bethesda pre-show, so the pre-show leading up in, into the uh, you know our predictions and what we think is going to happen at the Bethesda press conference. I'm so glad we're I came off early. I have a lot Sunday. Yeah. Sunday yeah. Uh, at 6.30 p.m. is 6 the 6.30 p.m. because the Bethesda event starts at 7 p.m. Pacific. So yeah. tune into IGN starting at 6.30 on Sunday, and then you basically can leave IGN on 24 hours for mm. the, the rest of the week. Yeah, it's going to be It's going to be good times. For the dearly departed... Rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Marty Sleva, Mitch Dyer, Destin Legary. My name is Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked 199. Oh, my god! We're graduating to the 200s. I'm super stoked. Uh, again, fewer than 20 tickets remain for the IGN house party here in San Francisco on Saturday, June 27th. Come join us. Come hang with us. We'll do a live podcast. We'll take a little break, and then uh, Podcast Beyond will do their 400th episode. It's going to be a good time. Hope you can join us for it. And we'll see you guys at E3 from Los Angeles. I'm super stoked. Me too. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.